0: It's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Today on Soundtrack Alley Spotlight, I am highlighting one of my favorite people. I got to interview Chelsea Currently Cosplay at Planet Comic Con a few years ago, and this is that interview um it was a real joy to be able to interview her about her cosplay and the material she uses and who is her direct inspiration and it's just really encouraging and enjoyable to listen to so i hope you enjoy it and that show starts now I'm Randy Andrews, and today I'm presenting an interview I recorded a while ago uh, with Chelsea Currently Cosplay, and I hope you enjoy it. I'm Randy Andrews, and I'm here with Chelsea Currently Cosplay. Chelsea, it's good to have you on my show. Good to be here. So I have a few questions for you. Um, So how did you begin with cosplay, and why do you do it
1: So, I actually dressed up a lot when I was younger. Um, I would run around with a wizard cape, and I was like, I'm Harry Potter. And um, it was always fun for me to dress up. Um, But what originally made me officially into cosplay was a Halloween costume. I saw the design for Suicide Squad. Uh, This is back in 2015. This is before the movie came out. And I was like, "That's, that's a really cool design. Like it spoke to me um and so it's like that's what i'm going to do this year for halloween and i did a really good job um i was able to you know be resourceful with stuff i had to modify stuff um you know do as best that i possibly could i ended up making the bat there was not these screen accurate high res photos at the time um someone made a 3d rendering of the mm-hmm. bat so i made the bat, like it's a wood bat, I sanded down a, like a real wood bat, like for baseball, um, and did the accuracy off of that 3D rendering, um, and so that was a lot of work um, and so I still have that bat, so to so I'm really proud of it, um, and so I put a lot of work into that costume, like, you know what I, I want to wear this again, and just so happened that we had a local convention where I was living at the time um, Little Apple Comic Expo and I attended, and people were like, wow, you did a really good job. And, like, it was nice because more information was out at the time the trailer was out. Mm-hmm. Um, at Halloween, people, hardly anybody knew who I was. But at the con, obviously, it's the fandom. Like, yeah. people know. Yeah, and yeah, so exactly. um, it was awesome to, like, connect with people who knew what I was doing. And really awesome thing was... Jai Nitz, who is the artist for El Diablo, Mm -hmm. he was there, and I got to talk with him. Um, He's been on set. He's actually on the special features for the Suicide Squad movie. He's like, I've seen Margot in full costume. Like, you did a really good job. Like, you have, like, some details that most people don't know about. I had saw the lower back tattoo from the trailer, the one on her uh, collarbone and stuff, and so I had to like, create my own tattoos, like, just, you know, whatever way I could with imaging, manipulating on my computer and stuff, and I printed it off in tattoo paper, and the resourcefulness at the time, like, it, you know, looking back at it now, it, you know, there's things that weren't great about it, but at the time, like, I was really, really proud of that, and so people thought I was a real cosplayer, you know, like, cosplaying normally on the regular and stuff and i was like no I'm not you know this was just my halloween costume and so i make connections that day and you know the rest is history i decided to make nice. a cosplay page and you know um take this hobby uh as something i do on the regular and you know it's been fun i've made so many friendships uh you know it's it's a super supportive network. Uh, everyone's encouraging. You know, it can be toxic. There are toxic people out there in the industry. Our tight knit group here in Kansas City is really awesome. Uh, we're a community of 2,000 strong. Has cos- Kansas City Cosplay and Photography, mm-hmm. KCCP. Um, my friends run it, um, and it's really been awesome. Uh, everyone. You know, we we encourage each other, we help each other out, mm-hmm. and it's like a big family network. At, at cons, we get to see each other. You know, we're not all in the same city, but when cons come around, like, it's just one big family gathering.
0: That's awesome. That's really great. Uh, what attracted you to the medium?
1: I really, like I said, when I was younger, I loved to dress up and stuff, um, and it was always something fun for me. So... I was kind of like just a creative kid growing up. Um, I even really, you know, like for school project models I did, I was really crafty and like came up with some kind of cool designs for stuff. Um, some of my art projects or models, some of the teachers were like, "Can I keep yours as like an example?" Um,
0: <laughs> nice and stuff
1: and. Uh, All of that kind of small tinkering stuff, I, you know, helped my dad around the house with, like, some house maintenance and other things like that, and I actually took sewing in high school as well. I made this quilt I still use to this day, so I've had all this small, you know, skill base that couldn't really translate into a job, mm. but has totally helped me tra- you know—translate into my craft as cosplay. You know, you have to be super resourceful. Like things, you know, with the original Harley, there weren't the the red and blue sequin shorts that I could buy th- easily. Mm-hmm. You know, um, I had to modify those and from stuff you know I could find at the time, and so it's. It's a it's a challenging thing, but like you push yourself to be able to do it. You know, you can't just throw money at everything. I, it's it's a difficult thing because you want to invest a lot, but you, you know, you always you can't always do that um, and stuff. And so, being resourceful and being creative and everything, it, it, it's been pushing me, um, and being able to have those random skills kind of be used is it's fun it's fun and you know I've learned a lot from uh my peers and you know we always try to help each other out and stuff and um you know it's 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 a it's a way to kind of also get out of your day-to-day stuff too you know everyone it's kind of funny uh hearing what everyone does on a normal basis like you know what's your what's your day job and stuff um and you know it's a lot of people, it's their kind of escape and stuff. And, you yeah. know, yeah, it's kind of it's, it's what it is for me. I mean, cosplay is stressful. Uh, <laughs> a lot of us are stressed out because this, this technique is not working or whatever. Um, this, you know. I had seen
0: something today that someone's, like, gun holster had fallen apart.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's... I think it was
0: the girl that was doing the Mara Jade costume. Well, she was on the team cosplay uh, she had the red hair.
1: Oh, oh, Chris yeah. yeah, she
0: had problems with her gun holster. Yeah, and it's like, yeah, it's like you're gonna have to deal with that, right? Yeah, away. yeah.
1: It's it's like uh, it's always frustrating when you have like a malfunction like that. Um, I've had like a prop that you know slipped out of something and ended up breaking. And you know, it it happens and. It's like what we like dread as cosplayers, or like a seam ripping or stuff like that. You know, um, there's different skill levels and stuff, or like you know you make or you have a time crunch and stuff. You know, like everyone's learning, uh, mm-hmm. and you know you try, try and get. It. It's not going to always be perfect. Even even people who are super skilled, they have malfunctions too. Yeah. So it's it's what we dread.
0: <laughs> well. You do a excellent job at it. Um, Thank you. Who has been your greatest influence for cosplay, and why?
1: There are so many in this community um, that I could I could list up so many names. Um, I know the cliche answer is Jessica Negri. Um, I did know about her back in two thousand and nine, like when she first came onto the scene. Um, and, you know, she, she made a name for herself. Um, people say whatever, but really, even, I had a lot of admiration for her um, prior to that documentary that came out by Brewster Teeth. I have a lot, like, even more respect for her, um, which I didn't think was, you know, uh, she's awesome. And recently, she was working on a big costume, and she... You know, like dealing with a lot of stress. She didn't feel like she could live up to the expectations she had of herself and everything. And um, her being vocal about that was really great. To you know, even the big big names go Mm -hmm. through this experience. I think that was really helpful
0: for to show that she's even human. Yeah, you know, she's not some superhuman. Oh yeah, that she's she's dealing with the same issues that you you who haven't been doing it as long
1: Mm -hmm. and um so like all of her she she always keeps questioning herself uh so i've always always looked up to her um but more locally uh oh my sophie um she's been a mentor she's been super positive um helping me you know kind of like giving me advice of like you know how promoting and stuff and um I, I know I can always like, ask her questions, and she's just been, like, so helpful. And she created this Cos Ladies community um, on Facebook and stuff, and it's a great place for, you know, other female cosplayers to connect with each other. Um, and she's fostered this pos- positive community mm-hmm. and everything, and that community is now 2,000 strong. And, wow. like, it's... Uh, it was... More regionally, but now it's all over. Um, Nice, you know. Probably internationally, to be honest. Um, She she's been, you know, um, a great example of, you know, and motivating for me to like push myself. Um, You know, she she makes awesome costumes. She she's amazing with her marketing and stuff, and so she's been you know inspiration. And another one I'd say is uh, Casey Renee cosplay. Oh, okay she is an amazing seamstress um she does a lot of historical um Mm -hmm. based costumes and stuff um she's all self-taught and like um she has a twitch that's she does that a lot she like streams and just like days. five days yeah she she her her job is um doing commissions and uh, seamstress and everything um but I want to get to a point where I can make full costumes from scratch, from fabric. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I did sewing in high school, but I didn't really do clothes and stuff. And so I'm starting to slightly dabble in that. Um, but I want to push myself. And so, I mean, I could list off so many more. Well, if you more. need a
0: serger, I know of one.
1: I haven't.
0: Oh, okay. My mother has a surgery, right. So I haven't <laughs> I haven't dabbled
1: in that yet. But, um, you know, I mean, I could list off so many more. But, yeah, but
0: three is great. You yeah. Know, like your top three of who has really helped you and that's that's excellent um, what materials do you use regularly or uh, what ones do you like to use
1: um, so with my Harley Quinn um, my first ones were like base ones I modified um, my current shirt and shorts are like the ones from Hot Topic and then my jacket but I've modified all of those um, so if it is out there and, you know, I, dealing with sequins is difficult. I, I <laughs> wouldn't want to do that. Um, you know, I started kind of with a costume and then, you know, completing the look by accessorizing or modifying and um, putting, it, putting it together um, to make the look is what I've been kind of doing up to this point.
0: Like I, making it as authentic as you can. Yes. Like and having there's it things
1: I up. can't do. Yes. Um, I can't make leather shoes, you know, um, and stuff, uh, but, uh, you know, I've done what I could with um, the resources I've had, so it's it's been a process, um, but I'm trying to get more into sewing fabric and stuff, that's um, where I'm trying to push myself, maybe, um, some film work um, mm-hmm. in the future and stuff, so it it depends on the costume I'm working on and stuff. So, yeah. but you know, yeah. I wanna I wanna do armor build at some point, and but I also want to make a costume, f- you know, fully from uh, scratch fabric. You know, oh, so, yeah. I mean, yeah. Like knowing, you know, like yes, my I people have always asked me, oh, you should enter your Harley in cosplay contest. I'm like, well, you know, um, it's it's. Uh, collaboration of all my items and stuff you know I didn't make it from scratch so there's a lot of people out here that do um, you know I just haven't but you know that's something I want to push myself to do
0: cool that's that's great um, so have you ever done like on some of the patterns for what you're doing for a cosplay project do you do any sewing to modify those? Costumes? Yes.
1: So, okay. um, like the Suicide Squad uh, Harley shirt, I ripped it up more. Um, I kind of took it in a little bit, uh, shortened the shirt just a little bit. Um, the jacket, I added the sequins on it. Um, so my first costume that I made from a pattern was the mascot for the Little Apple Comic Expo. Oh, nice. Um, so that's the first time I made something from scratch. Uh it was a difficult costume to make. Um, I had to kind of modify stuff on my own. Um, it was difficult. Um, I hadn't gone into drafting. No. Oh. I will. I want to get into drafting at some point um, because the thing is, there's not patterns out there for what you want and need to make. Yeah. So um, that's something I know that I will be for. Look- Looking at doing in the future.
0: Mm -hmm. That's awesome. Uh, So, what is your favorite cosplay and why?
1: I have to say the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn um, because that's what started me. Mm -hmm. Um, I originally just did like clip in, like hair streaks. Um, That was for Halloween. The second time I did it for the Little Apple Comic Expo, I actually did hair chalk. And, you know, hair chalk's supposed to wash out. Um, the <laughs> hair chalk did not wash oh, out, no. so my hair was actually, um, dyed pink and blue. And I've actually had the pink and blue for two years now. Oh wow! I've actually, yeah, I've actually, um, they came out with the Splat official hair dye, so I have that now. So I've been doing my own hair bleaching out. Like, um, I have like a darker blonde um, hair naturally, so I've been making more platinum and stuff. Um, but. When I did the costume of Halloween, like, you know, it was kind of a watered-down version. But when I did it at the first con, like, people were like, are you, are you Margot Robbie and stuff? And, like, just looking in the mirror at myself, I'm like, dang, like, I don't look like Margot Robbie, like, you know, with normal, normal makeup. You know, she's a blonde, I'm a blonde, but, like, we don't look, we, we're just both blondes.
0: Mm-hmm. We're different
1: women. But, like, when I put that makeup on, like, I look and feel like Harley put that full costume on and everything. You know, all the temporary tattoos, all her accessories and everything. Like, it's it's pushed me to be more outgoing. Mm. Um, you wouldn't think it. I'm actually kind of an introvert. Um, and, you know, social, social settings and situations uh, make me, you know... Nervous and stuff. Um, I can
0: understand that.
1: Yeah, and actually, a lot of people in cosplay feel that way. And um, I'm not alone in saying that, you know, putting on a, a character has helped people be more outgoing or more able to interact socially. Um, mm-hmm. And she, you know, cosplaying as Harley, I, you know, I want to live up to portraying the character well. Um, has pushed me to be more social and so you know I, I tried the wig it didn't look as good as my real hair and so I've committed to the pink and blue hair for two years now so actually i to do it, other it, characters it, it. I actually have to find a wig because I have Harley hair yeah Um. and so I'm kind of known for that now Um. like it's been two years since I started you know it's been like a year and a half since the movie came out and I'll be at the, the grocery store or whatever and someone's like hey I like your hair like is that Harley Quinn and stuff? I'm like, yeah. And they're like, yeah, I pull up my cosplay stuff. I self-plug. Yeah. Um, But it's funny because, like, my everyday, like, look is so different from Suicide Squad Harley. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, it's... It's It's like
0: normal person. Yeah. Just with colored hair.
1: Yeah. And, (laughs) like, complete the look. People are like... Wait, that's you? And I have... Uh, I did a photo with uh, Noah Smith images. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we posed me the same way. and did similar lighting to uh, one of her... Uh, I have a five-foot poster of it. With the same pose and stuff. And I have them side by side. And, like, it's pretty spot on. That's awesome. And, um, like, I had that up when I was the guest at Little Apple Comic Expo um, last year. And I'm like, yeah, that's me. And they're like, wait, what? Like, I thought that was the actress and stuff. I'm like, yeah, because I, I wasn't Harley that day. I was the mascot for the Little yeah, Apple yeah. Comic Expo. Um, people were like, oh, wow. Like, like <laughs> yes, I've been working on this costume for a very long time. It's my flagship character, and so I've been working on different versions of... I do Suicide Squad Harley. Um, mm-hmm. People have always asked me, like, do you not do uh, the video game version of the comics and stuff? And... um I just dabble. I've, I've latched on to the Suicide Squad Harley. Mm-hmm. So I've, um, yesterday I did the Dr. Harley Quinzel with her lab coat. Um, I recently did a shoot in a prison, and I was on the, the hanging fabric, and um, that was an awesome shoot. So I've done that Harley. I've done the jumpsuit where she has the teacup. Um, I have the denim outfit where she's on the motorcycle Um, So I'm slowly working. I have a version of the club dress, but I'm actually trying to work on a screen-accurate version of that one. Nice. So that's a future project. Uh, I've had that in the works for a year and a half.
0: (laughs) Um, I've been intimidated by it. Um, Well, one step at a time.
1: Yes. That's the best
0: thing you can do. Uh, How do you react to fans of your cosplay? Like, I mean, you mentioned people seeing you in, with your Harley hair mm-hmm. out in public, but, like, like when you're at a con, how how do you do you react to fans to your cosplay?
1: It's always nice to, you know, you work on this costume and, like, essentially you're by yourself or whatever, or maybe just your friends see it, um, and you spend all this time working on it, and then once you finally have the full look and then you get positive reactions like it like you are proud of your work but like knowing that other people appreciate it like just makes it like worth Mm -hmm. worth it um you know seeing little kids reactions too um I've done a couple different characters and stuff but I was actually really shocked when um I'd done some like, events with kids. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't the full Suicide Squad Harley. I was in the Overwatch Diva mashup mm-hmm. version of Har- the Suicide Squad Harley Quinn because um, I was a little more kid-friendly. Um, and little girls saw me from, like, 100 feet away and, like, bolted from their parents <laughs> and, like, ran, like, Harley! And, like, jump-hugged me. <laughs> and... Um, It's because they have DC superhero girls. Um, Mm -hmm. Harley Quinn is a major character in there. And so it's a kid-friendly version, but, like, so I end up doing that uh, cosplay. But, like, having a kid, like, react like that, you know, because I don't – I haven't done a Disney princess. You know, I do Alice in Wonderland. I've done Luna Lovegood um, and stuff. But, like, I, you know, I got – like I was at Disney and stuff, and like uh, in the dress and everything, and so like I've experienced that, but like having that with Harley, like I I was unexpecting of that. Oh yeah, yeah. and it was like so I like I have to do the DC version, DC superhero girl version and stuff, mm-hmm. and like you know even even when I'm in Suicide Squad, Harley, like little kids are like, oh my god, and, you know it's it's. It's fun because, you know, like, you could potentially be why a kid might start in cosplay. Mm -hmm. So, um, it's when I get to interact with kids, it's it's always fun. You know, um, the adults, you know, some of them might understand what goes into it and all the details and stuff. But, like, when I – and also, like, once I get started talking with people – Like, and I, they, they kind of get to observe my costume more. They, they, they start noticing the details, Mm -hmm.
0: Um,
1: and you know, I, I do like to
0: talk about my details a lot because, well, it's important to a costume because you want to get things authentic, and I mean, you, you look at other cosplayers that are that do the the craft as their job
1: yeah I mean yeah.
0: that's all they do and they're like you know they really look mm-hmm. at the details oh, yeah. of a costume that they're trying to get right and so with your Harley costume that's you know very impressive and really mm-hmm. good to have that so
1: yeah it's you know um the like a lot of cosplay, you know, sometimes you can just kind of give, like, a vibe or, you know, um, a look. But, like, with the Harley, I've definitely really tried to work on being accurate and screen accurate and stuff. And, um, you know, it it is compiling everything, but, like, it took me a long time to get everything together. And, you know, it's... It's a... Uh, it's kind of, you know, it's a labor of love, you know, like it's, it's what I'm known for. And that's, you know, why I really try to work hard on it. um, Nice. And improving it over time. But, you know, um, I'm also trying to push myself to just like, it's okay if it's not 100% accurate. Um, You know, there's different levels of, you can cosplay any way you want. Um, but you know, when you do have those costumes that you really put all that effort into, like to have someone appreciate that and like, you know, some people might not understand the details, but when you get mm-hmm. to talk to them, you get to you get to discuss those details, like and they're like, Oh wow, like that's cool and stuff. So like I do like to talk about my costumes a lot, you know, it's it's That's good though.
0: Mm-hmm. It's great. Um if you could have a dream cosplay from the past or the present, uh, what would it be and why? So,
1: I kind of have two. But, okay. So the first one was um, the oh, gosh, his name? Alicia Silverstone, Batgirl. Okay. Um, it's so funny because I everyone hates on Batman and Robin, the George Clooney. Batman movie um I watched that one on repeat um I love Batman growing up um it's actually kind of funny because now I realize that the the vibes that both Batman and Robin Suicide Squad are both grungy neon Mm -hmm. um and I I loved that movie growing up like Batman and Robin stuff and so I've always wanted to do that bat suit, the one with the silver accents mm-hmm. and everything. Yeah, I actually, I thought Barbara was blonde my entire life until, you know, I got into cosplay and was like, "Bat, why does Batgirl have brown or red hair, depending on the version?" Mm-hmm. Uh, I was like, "Why is she blonde?" And I was like, "Oh, like she was only blonde in that movie." Never mind. So, yeah, I know. So, <laughs> was, um, but I, I always wanted to be Batgirl. Um, back then, and you know, like the silver version is like the cooler version and stuff. So, um, you know, that that high quality movie like bat suit would be amazing. Um, and the second one would be uh, Tron from Gem. or uh, Gem from Tron, oh, the yeah. white siren. Yeah, um, yeah. I actually ended up getting um, a bodysuit of that. Um, didn't turn, didn't come. I'm not as happy with uh, the product that I got. Um, I was going to maybe work with LEDs and stuff um, because the thing, it just is not going to work out. Mm -hmm. That that happens at times. Um, You know, uh, I would love to do a a bodysuit with that material, uh, with those lights, like... That movie's amazing. Mm -hmm. Like, I just love the music. But when those sirens stepped out...
0: And yeah, it's really like it's you take notice of them right away. Oh yeah, like their outfits, their style of walking, everything it's... about them. You notice it right away. I mean, I really like that movie. Yeah. It's wonderful and I love the score and oh, it's I know. just great.
1: I know. Because you you are introduced into the environment um, and All the characters are black, Mm -hmm. Um, and then the sirens step out and they're white. Because there are characters that are white and have the different colors, but like you first see them, you're like, "What?" Like, and it's
0: very uh, striking. Yes, and
1: um, you know she has more of a role. Um, I'm going to attempt to do her rain jacket, and I have a light up umbrella, so I'm still going to do Gem. um, But I like a dream would to be doing like that spandexy leather material like seamless with led lights and everything you know like that would be amazing
0: oh that would be really oh i know i know (laughs) you would do really well with that
1: i I think so too and i hope i do you know the version that i'm going to hopefully put out you know i yeah. I'm hopeful for it. You know, it's, it's not what I originally envisioned, but, you know, it's I'll do the best I can with it.
0: Yeah. Um, out of conventions that you attend, like we're here at Planet Comic Con, um, what other conventions do you go to or what do you frequent?
1: Um, so I started cosplay in Kansas, so I did um, the... The Kansas local cons. Mm -hmm. So my first one is Little Apple Comic Expo. Um, There is Smallville Comic Con. There is Air Capital Comic Con. There is Top Con. It's in Topeka. Mm -hmm. And uh, those, I think, are the ones in Kansas. And then we have Kansas City Comic Con and Planet Comic Con Mm -hmm. Um, in Kansas City here. Um, There's a couple other ones. I haven't been to those um, those are the conventions that I've been to and then there's one in Hawaii, uh, Chicago um, Anime Central that I've gone to like that was the first con back in 2009 mm-hmm. um, so those are ones I frequent the most um, Planet is the biggest one um, mm-hmm. I've spent this is my second year at Planet so mostly Kansas cons that I've always been to nice um, I want to venture out. Um, Mm -hmm. I trans—I've transitioned to my location being in Chicago, Milwaukee area, so I'll be looking at conventions up there now. So nice, but um, the normal ones I normally go to in Kansas uh, will not be in my schedule as you know anymore. It's
0: hard to get away.
1: Yeah, but I mean, planet's big, and I was like, you know. Oh, my family's here. I have to come down. So, you know, it's it's hard to choose,
0: yeah, really. Yeah, I imagine. Uh, what future projects do you have in the works that you can tell me about?
1: So I had mentioned earlier I want to do a, you know, screen-accurate um, club dress for Harley Quinn. Mm-hmm. Um, that's going to be tough. I've had that um, project I've wanted to do for over a year and a half. I've had the materials, but... Um, I finally know that it is possible to do the technique I want to do. Mm-hmm. Um, I would like to do it for C2E2. I don't know if I'll be able to finish it in time. We'll see.
0: Because um, that's in Chicago, isn't yes, it? Yes, that's okay. in
1: April. Um, we'll see. <laughs> it's uh, It's not necessarily difficult, but it's uh, time-consuming um, with the metal mesh, opening it up and pulling Uh, Exchanging the chain links out. Um, I've wanted to do that for many, uh, over a year and a half now, and um, just not been able to get to it. Um, I've also been intimidated by it. Um, And as I mentioned before, Jessica Negri, with, you know, she being a little more outspoken about her recent build, you know, she's been wanting to do that build for a year and a half. And so, like, I kind of used to be really hard on myself about that costume like I'll like you know I just haven't approached it yet but like you know it's something that's kind of normal and I've gotten to kind of speak about that with you know my my friends this weekend and stuff and so I think that's something that cosplayers don't talk about a lot. Yeah. Yeah and because you put pressure on yourself um, and you know you you want to Give people a sneak peek or, or like get excited for costume. You're potentially going to have your schedule and stuff. Um, you know, if you put out, oh, I'm doing this costume. You know, you want to be able to meet a deadline sometimes, yeah. and yeah. like it's that's tough, or you know, it's not turning out the way you want it. or you know, you get stuck at times. You, you get cosplay block at times, and so you know, I have a, I have a couple costumes that I have kind of shied away from and I really would like to try to reach read. out to them yeah, yeah. I, I I am like I need to work on the costumes I have and my plans um so you know, there's a few like I mentioned the gem um mm-hmm. from Tron so that's another one but there's a few others in the list but I I need
0: to. one step at a time right yeah. yeah so
1: you know the next one will be the this the club dress you know, I've been working in the other components of it and everything. So, you know, we'll see how it turns out. i sure you'll get there. Yes, i sure yes. you'll get
0: there. So, where can people find you?
1: So, um, my name is Chelsea Currently Cosplay. Um, it's actually spelled funny. So, it's Chelsea with a Y. So, C-H-E-L-S-E-Y. And then currently, which one R? So, C U R. E-N-T-L-Y and then cosplay spelled normal C-O-S-P-L-A-Y Okay, I almost didn't spell it right there. Um, but that's my handles for both Instagram and Facebook. Okay. Um, for Twitter, it will be Chelsea C Cosplay. Okay. So, because I ran enough characters, actually, Twitter is the origin of the spelling for currently. It was a play on Chelsea Lately.
0: Oh, okay. So, we were like, oh,
1: Chelsea Currently. And so, you know, I spelled Chelsea like how I I spell my first name with a Y. Yeah. Uh, I maxed out on characters. (laughs) So, I was like, I I can't shorten anything. I'll I'll just drop the double R. Yeah. So, it's just a single R. And since I've always had to correct people with the Y at the end of my name, I'm like, okay, I'll, I'll keep the double correction in the spelling. So... But those are the three platforms that I am on. So
0: cool. Well, I will be sure to direct people to that as well. And thank that. you for the yeah, interview.
1: Not a problem.
0: Yeah. Thank you for listening to Soundtrack Alley Spotlight. If you are on Apple Podcasts, please rate and review the show. Also, if you want to leave a comment, question, or concern, please email me at soundtrackalley at gmail.com and enjoy looking at my blog at soundtrackalley.com.